Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jason Fitz, the host on Yahoo Sports. Catch him on Fox Sports Radio. Does it all. NFL college ball. He joins us every Monday and he joins us now. What's up, my guy? Man, I'm just reveling after a Sunday that was a reminder that the NFL wants nothing more than just to take my money every week and make sure I look like an idiot, but... What a weekend it was. Uh, mediocrity reigns this year, and I love every single second of it. Yeah, it took, uh, took my money too, brother. Took my <laughs> money too. But uh, you know what? That is, uh, that is life. That's what it does. That is life. I, I, in college football gave me lots of money. NFL gave, uh, gave me no money. Uh, and so you have to take the good with the bad, the smiles with the sad. Um, speaking of which, I want to focus on the other part of that Raiders game, which is Bill Belichick and, and just how dead that whole thing is. What uh, What's going to happen here? I mean, organizationally, they're going to have to do a complete reset. So now, I mean, and that's just the inevitability that comes with being as bad as they are. I'd be surprised if that team wins three games this year. So at some point when you hit 3-14 and 14 or 2-15 and 15 out of a season like this, you have to reset the entire thing. The question is, are they going to be so bad that they get Caleb Williams or are they going to get, uh, you know, Drake May or one of the other quarterback prospects everybody's in love with? But when you press reset, the question is, how are you going to do it, right? Because who are you going to let be the evaluator of all of it? The same people that picked Mac Jones? Right. Like, that doesn't usually happen here. So I genuinely think that this whole thing goes off the rails and Belichick is forced to walk away. Like, I, I don't I, – I think that is just the only way that they can reset is to use this as a time to completely reset from the ground up and decide what the Patriots want to look like for the next 20 years. Because right now, if I'm just looking at the next five years – Make a compelling case for why I, I should be more uh, confident in the Patriots for the next five years than I am the Cardinals. I am not. So if they are now lumped in with the Cardinals and the Vikings and the Panthers and every other bad football team, now you got to press reset like every organization does. Yep. And and I give Teddy Bruschi, who won three Super Bowls with him credit over the weekend. He was, you know, even him, former Patriot, is saying, look, it's at the end of the season, you got to, Kraft's got to at least consider this. And I think with the evidence we've seen so far, at least if it keeps going this way, because like you point out, do you want Belichick deciding if you've got that high a pick who your next quarterback is? He hadn't done a good job with Mac Jones. Uh, in terms of the losses of the two undefeated teams that were left that we saw, which one more concerning? For you, the 49ers lost to Cleveland. They could have kicked. They could have made a field goal that would have won it. Or uh, the Jets knocking off, in this case, the Philadelphia Eagles. Which one more concerning? Eagles by far. Because here's the thing, too. Like you know, when you talk to guys that played and prepped for every Sunday, they'll tell you that one of the craziest things that happens is when your game plan is forced to change in the middle of the game because of injury. That's real. 
So when suddenly the 49ers don't have Debo and they don't have Christian McCaffrey and they're also mid-game, so it's not like they have all week to scheme things up, I'm not surprised. And you're playing a great defense against Cleveland. So give all the the flowers here to the Browns. On the other side of it, Jalen Hurts was flat-out reckless with the football. And I I rewatched part of it today and kept looking at some of these throws, and I'm thinking, what was he even trying to do with that play? So I think the concerning part for the Eagles is that they have been undefeated to this point, but haven't necessarily from the eye test right. looked all that dominant. Now they come out and they get their butts kicked in this ad butts kicked, but they, they get handled defensively because Jalen Hurts is careless with the football. Like I think there's concern that you have two new coordinators in Philadelphia and it is not gelling quickly. Uh, is, is Cincinnati fool's gold? I don't think so. Look, I, here's the thing. Burl is obviously like, he's obviously made a deal with the devil. Because that cap looks good. Like, he looks fine. But their offense is still out of sync. So, I, I think that that gets right, though. That, that's, that's reps. That's time off. That's all those things. I think by the end of the year, Cincinnati's going to be just fine. But that's also because we've seen this miraculous recovery from Burrow. If, if that cap were still bothering him, then they're not okay. But, man, he even took off a couple of times in that game. Like, I don't know what they're giving him to help him get through that pain or how he managed to, to cure his body while he's still playing. But if Burrow is, is healthy and he looks like he is, I'm not betting against him moving forward. Let's go back because you mentioned you mentioned his name when we were talking about maybe the Patriots having a shot to draft him. But I saw a lot of this is why you shouldn't take Caleb Williams number one in terms of the three first half picks. People pointing out that this is the first time he's actually playing against a a good defense. Are are you at the point where you're reconsidering? Do will we need more in terms of struggle from him before we're saying before we're even considering it? Where are you, where are you at on Caleb Williams after the performance this weekend? I, I'm not reconsidering anything. I still think he's clearly the best prospect, okay. but I do think that this is a reminder. And somebody tweeted this out a few weeks ago, so I'm stealing it from them. I don't remember who it was, otherwise I give credit. But after one of the beautiful highlight plays they were running all weekend. Somebody pointed out, hey, let's not get it twisted here. Caleb Williams is not going to have 10 seconds to run around, make a huge play, and then throw into an open window at the end of it. Like, that's not going to be real in the NFL. So I think we do have to understand and take a little bit of that with a grain of salt. Like, anytime you see a guy that's making every single play off schedule, running around or doing these acrobatic things – it is a fair question to say, hey, what's that, what's that going to look like in the NFL? I, uh, that's part of the reason that I was a little nervous about Kyler Murray coming out was that if you go back and watch his last year, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray made play after play after play that people thought was electric. But it was like, okay, against bad Big 12 defenses, running around, making spin moves, and then heaving the ball up? Like, yeah. that's not an NFL offense. So I do think it is a reminder that wherever Caleb Williams goes, I don't think he's a natural franchise fixer. I think that he's got to go someplace that knows how to get the best out of Caleb Williams. And that's like that's that's going to take the right coaching, yep. the right organization, the right combination. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. We're talking to Jason Fitz, uh, host for Yahoo Sports, doing all things NFL uh, and college football, Fox Sports Radio as well. We do have a game tonight, Cowboys Chargers. Somebody ha- Well, somebody does not have to win. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so I, I mean, I can say somebody, they do not have to win. Uh, so if we can put aside a tie, uh, I, I mean, look, I, I lean Dallas. I don't necessarily love it, but what do you make of this game tonight, Fitz? Uh, Dallas needs to win this football game. Let's be very clear about that. But also, this is where let's find out how healthy Austin Eckler is because we all know that Arizona went down there, just ran down the throats against Dallas, right? We saw that, and that sort of seared in my mind. So now you bring back one of the most versatile backs in the league and you allow him to do the same thing against that 
Cowboys defense. I think the Chargers are going to be able to move the football here, but that Chargers defense has been absolutely disgusting this year. And, you know, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm stepping back and realizing, hey, this is my moment here. Like between the weapons that they have and the quarterback that I think gets too much blame and too much credit sometimes, I just feel like we overcomplicate the Cowboys. The Cowboys in the in the world of, yeah, they're a pretty darn good football team. The Cowboys are one of the best in that part of the league. The problem is because of the star on the helmet, that's never good enough or it's always enough. You know what I mean? Like we, we always want to make it better or worse than it is. I think the Cowboys win this game, and when they win this game, the Chargers go into full panic mode. But I will say whoever loses this game should be in full panic Yeah, like 3-3 three and three gets McCarthy fired, doesn't it? I mean, it just feels like this is the time. I mean, he's been there long enough. How do you stay with him if you're Jerry Jones in Dallas? No, because if you get in the dance, you got a chance. So you're, you're, if you are Dallas, you're looking at it saying, hey, we just got to get through the regular season and get a wild card. And, like, a wild card is going to be pretty attainable in the NFC. Like, I'll, I'll give everybody the, the, the credit here. A lot of people were right about the NFC. Like, between the Eagles and the Lions, who deserve a lot of love, and, and the 49ers, obviously, there are some really strong teams in the NFC. But, like, that wild card race is just going to be a bunch of junk. So while you don't want the wild card, your, your pitch of your McCarthy right now is, hey, we're just getting our rhythm, and it's not about the first six weeks. It's not even about the last six weeks. It's about those playoff weeks. And so I think that's the sales pitch to keeping him. But, yeah, I don't feel – if I'm Jerry Jones right now, I don't feel better about my team than I did coming into the season for sure. What, what about the Bills, Fitzy? What are they? Um, an abject disaster of a disappointment to my wallet. Uh, look, I, I mean – They got I mean, you on the 15-and-a-half, huh? I mean – and they look. I bought last week that hey, London is the great equalizer. Anybody can look like trash in London, and I'm not going to pretend to know what it's mm. like to be an athlete. But I can tell you, I know what it's like to make a quick flight from the East Coast over to London and then have to play a show. I know what it's like to go over there and have to adjust your clock. And I, I don't think people put enough credit into how difficult it is going over to London. So I was able to excuse the Jags sure. thing because they'd been there. Buffalo hadn't. I cannot excuse what we saw. Like. It took getting lucky and a bad call at the end, too, to win that football game against a terrible team. So I'm, I'm looking here at the Bills, and I'm saying, what's right? What's actually right now? What looks smooth for Buffalo? They can't run the football. And because they can't run the football, everybody's just cluing in on Josh Allen. And even at the end of the game, when Allen rolled out, he had to Dawson Knox. He had the wide-open look that ends the football game. And then your MVP-caliber quarterback just flat-out misses yep. that throw. Great quarterbacks. Do not miss that throw. So I'm, I'm just looking at all of this saying, like, the weirdest part that we've seen out of that matchup last night was that Brian Dable is not nowhere near the head coach that people want him to be. He's no, nowhere near the coach people want him to be without Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is nowhere near the quarterback that people want him to be without Brian Dable. This is the ultimate, you know, this is the ultimate – band that's better as a duo you can't make them solo artists i don't think either of them are thriving at the level they should yeah there's no doubt about it hey what are we and i know it's a little bit uh it's a little bit uh more complicated now because you have an injury to deal with but the jacksonville jaguars were a team that everybody sort of expected to take a step and i mean i, I that was a hell of a win they got yesterday against the colts i know it was a bag of quarterback but a lot of money was coming in against the jaguars uh and and they handled that 37 to 20 they're four and two now uh, but they do have an injury to Trevor Lawrence. I'm just curious, like, have they looked to you like a team that is taking a step? The division, as we know, is god-awful. Texans probably the second-best team in that division. Uh, is Are they a team that's taken a step to you? Has Have they left a little bit to be desired? What do you make of the Jags this season? 
So until yesterday's game, I was sitting there saying, "Man, show me something." I'm waiting for I'm waiting for that pop where you show the whole world what we thought, which is you belong in that Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City conversation. Like that's where people wanted Jacksonville to go. Yesterday was the first time that I saw it from them, where I looked at it and said, "Okay." And and I feel like what's happened right now is it's just taken them a little bit to get the cobwebs off. And now when you see that game, for me that was a big buy-in game because the Colts have played well enough this year. Gardner Minshew, I know three picks in that game, but let's be honest, Gardner Minshew has played well enough throughout the course of this. So I thought the Jags came in with a good game plan, but I also thought they came in with pop. And we haven't seen that since the very beginning of the season where they came in with that. So now they already have the sweep over the, the Colts for this uh, uh, for whatever that matters for where this division is going to go. Uh, they're a better team right now than the Texans who are plucky, but I don't know if that's sustainable. I think the Jags are clearly the front runner, but if Trevor Lawrence's knee is, is okay, and I know that's a big if as of right now, there's no reason for me to think that this isn't one of those momentum-building wins for Jacksonville, which is exactly what you – at some point, there's a game every year for every good team that you say, yep, that's the one that kicked us in the butt. That's the one that got us in gear. I was watching that yesterday saying this feels like that moment for Jacksonville. And then how much of this falls on Vrabel, Fitzy? Because I'm, I'm conflicted on this. We're, we always look at him as a guy who's going to maximize everything we got, and we know that personnel – decisions have factored a lot into it feels like the Titans window either closing or all the way close you know John mentioned and almost I almost bristled up he just we just mentioned in passing you know maybe having to move on from Vrabel how much of this falls on him how much is this all his responsibility and if it's a bad season you just fire him and move on is it that simple I I don't there's nothing simple about Vrabel right now and honestly last night when we did Sunday Night Blitz with me and uh, Frank Schwab on Yahoo Uh, I actually brought this topic up because I I think in a different market with more pressure for results, Mike Vrabel would be Mm -hmm. on the hottest of hot seats, right? But that's not the way the Titans operate. And so I'm sitting here in a world where every time there's any speculation about the Ohio State job, I hear, well, that could be Vrabel. I've heard people say, oh, you know what, Belichick's going to step away and the Patriots are going to hire Vrabel. Like, uh, the, the curious part to me is, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but at the press conference after the game, Paul Kuharski, who's covered the team for years, mm-hmm. essentially asked Vrabel, hey, is some of this not fixable? And Vrabel's answer was pretty transparent. So, yeah, you know, maybe, but we're going to keep trying. It did not feel like a, a coach that was in love with his team. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I've ever heard that from Vrabel. I have to wonder, as much as we keep asking, are the Titans going to be out on Vrabel? I wonder if Vrabel's looking around at some point saying, man, I don't know that I can get what I want out of this organization. Yeah. Like, I, I, it, It's interesting because – Mike Vrabel, the rock star, I think is a little bit better than Mike Vrabel, the coach, so far this year. And at some point you look around and say, man, am I going to leverage this rock star status right. to get something different? I, I wouldn't be surprised if Vrabel does. I, I think the Titans are curious right now because without Vrabel, they're wildly irrelevant. And if you're Vrabel, man, this might be a good time to look at jumping ship, not knowing what the future looks That's like. That's a great point. Yeah, it's a tough, tough call for everybody, no doubt. They always are, though. They always are. Fitz, you're the best, dude. That's Thank not you, a tough brother. call. Thanks for doing this every week. Appreciate you, boys. Three and three. Let's go. Oh, my. Raiders. Get out of here. <laughs> About to be four and three. Get out of here. On the Bears. You know it, baby. Yeah. All, right, All right, later. Playoffs. He is, he is Jason Fitz. Man, I, I was, uh, I'm sorry. I was laughing in the middle of the show because I, uh, I was doing some browsing. And, uh, man, they, uh, Shannon Sharp's gone viral. Not, not for something that he said. What's the, uh, the suit he had on? His makeup. So he, yeah, you know what? Something was different bro. this morning. <laughs> Something was different, but I could not. I had the sound turned Bro, down. Did they, they talk about it? He tweeted about it. Okay. He they tweeted 
He looked like he about to be the guest of honor at a viewing. They said he looked like he just left the repast. Oh no! They said. Uh, they said. Uh, was it just caked on real thick? Jalen on Twitter says, "Yeah, I saw a clip this morning looking like they got to get some black women doing makeup because Unk looked like he dang near in the upper room." Bro, here's the picture, bro. Yeah, he did. He looked. Yeah. What is wrong? What did, something's something's off there. I can't I can't put my finger on. It's like the the eye makeup. Is it the eye makeup in the in something's the? Something's off. And he tweeted about it. He did address it. He said. Uh, <laughs> he said, "Appreciate the concern over my makeup this morning on first take. This was her first time doing my makeup, and it was a little heavy." My appearance. That's what I said. It's caked on. That's what I said. My appearance is important. Not is my appearance is important. Not as important as my takes. <laughs> yeah, he was arguing with Dan over something, and I couldn't. I couldn't even listen to what he was saying because he looked so <laughs> strange. Somebody said you look like Joanna Man, and he said I live and still extremely blessed. So there you go. Skill, <laughs> skill. Man, still be saying skip. Oh man, makeup. You know, tough, tough man. Uh, anyway, yeah, I. I I do agree that Shannon Sharp is going to uh, – he will make it through this, Jason. So uh, do not worry your sweet head about this. I hey, won't. but you should worry if you have a hole in your roof, okay? That's a big problem. Yep. Don't just live with it. Don't just get to know it like Connor has. I don't know what the hell's wrong with him. He's just getting to know it. He's It's paying rent. It's just there. You know, he are coming back, I think. I, t- I tell you why. He got the – he did the yep. – he, he, and I'm going to use him as a lesson mm. here. He used the wrong roofing company. He's had a roof in his, a hole in his, in his roof for, for months. And the reason why he's had that, and the reason why he's getting the runarounds, is he didn't go with the right company. It's just I don't know who he went with. I know who he didn't go with. That's Chris McCauley, McCauley Roofing and Renovations. Because if he did, this would not be his experience. Chris is going to be on top of it. He's going to work with your insurance company. He's going to get that rep- rep- that roof not repaired. Okay, he's going to get that roof replaced. And you know what that does to your home value, Jason? Skyrocket. Pew 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 through the roof. New hole. That's because your value. You got a new hole in your roof because the values went through it. So, look, don't do what Connor did. Don't make the same mistake. 487-7096. Chris McCauley, McCauley Roofing and Renovations. Check out the work at McCauleyRoofingLLC.com. It's not just your roof, your siding, your window replacements, uh, needs, gutter installation, so much more, including remodeling. So lock the number in again one more time, 901-487-7096. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.